Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks and Arnold Reasons. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Back in the place. I have a question. Okay. And it's not a question linked to anything that we spoke about before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go. So this is a wild card. Okay. But um, I think when you think about your life mm. and you think about different things that have helped you to grow and develop just like mindset wise and all of that kind of stuff Hmm. what would you say is one of the first not in time but one of the first things that comes to mind when you Hmm. think of good exposure that you've had Hmm. in terms of helping me to grow as a person yeah Things that, like exposure to something, a conversation, a person, Hmm. um, a resource that changed the game for you Hmm. and led to levelling up in some sort of way. I think there's different versions of that is what I would say. So I have like a basketball version. I have a workplace version. Hmm. I have like a church version. There are like probably key moments. Um that really showed me what was what so like basketball version I went to this basketball camp in Paris um, AMW camp I think it was one of the first times I left the country actually um, Mm. which in itself was real cool I went with one of my good friends and for some reason they put me in they had the groups and they put me in the top group and I don't I didn't deserve to be in that group but just seeing Mm. like how people worked seeing what people did getting put through that it boosted me yeah bro yeah getting around people that work and being out of my depth it really boosted me and I think that was probably where I realized because up until that point in college I was the man bruv I was the man Mm. in college Ooh, yes come on let's go I was the man and in my last year of college we went undefeated like it was it was epic but my college team was trash right so so the the (laughs) league that we played in was no good but I yeah. was the man in college. But then I went to this basketball camp and I was way out of my depth, way out mm. of my depth. And I loved mm. it. I absolutely loved it because I had to work so hard. I had to pay so much. Like it leveled me up. And then that's the year that I went to university and I went into university mm. with like a different kind of work ethic because I'd just been at that camp. It boosted me mm. amazingly. Amazing. And it was such a God thing, such a God thing because I had no business being in that in that good group that is super interesting because Why? funny enough mm. before we did start recording when I had some thoughts about different ways the conversation could go mm. one of the ways is where this is going no <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yeah and it's not even just the exposure piece but it's that whole thing about being going from being the big fish in a small pond mm. to being a small fish in a much bigger pond with much bigger mm. fish mm. right like not being the smartest person in the room yeah not being the most talented person in the room if anything yeah. being at the bottom end of the barrel the bottom in yeah. that particular environment and room yeah and and yeah i think hearing you talk about that in the basketball 
context reminded me of that in the bigger picture as well mm-hmm. of how it's times like that where I can only imagine from my experiences that were similar to that, but outside of basketball, where how it feels so uncomfortable, like you feel stupid, like you feel like (laughs) everything in you, like how I, this, I should not be here. And it's like the temptation is to then regress and go back to the environment where you were the the man, man. right? And where there is all of that ego massage and this, that and the other, like where you are the one that people are looking to. But I found just like you're describing, when you get outside of those situations and put yourself in those situations where you are really the the most blunt tool in that whole toolbox, mm. the opportunity to grow right. and expand is exponential because huge. basketball, <clears throat> right? Practical example. Running suicide. I used to play ball as well. Oh, a little while back. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because when I used to play ball, I wasn't the man amongst the people that I was playing in. Like when I was playing on the playground, I had some little hot moments and stuff like that, but I was never like yeah, the... That guy, the, the go-to. The, the, I was never the... I wasn't the Goku, bro. Like yeah. it wasn't me. <laughs> um, but I remember that playing... Like I remember there was one summer in particular where... I was constantly playing with the people that were the guys. Mm. And it got to a point where I was so confident with my handles. I was taking people one-on-one and all of that kind of stuff. Same thing mm. with tennis. It's like mm. constantly being exposed to and being yes. around those environments where you are far from the best mm. and you're surrounded by what is excellence at your level. Mm. Like it forces you to either turn back or grow. Or grow. Yeah. And I can't remember what I was listening to, but they were talking about how our bodies are kind of programmed almost to be able to repeat something and Mm. to practice something that we might have never actually done. Right. So Mm. I can watch someone because I find it sometimes after I've watched a lot of basketball and if I've watched a lot of someone shooting, when Mm. I go to the court next and I shoot, my shooting is different. And it's like Mm. I haven't practiced the reps, but Mm. even just Mm. seeing Mm. it done your body has some kind of response where it's almost like you're practicing it in your head and you're doing it that way and you're seeing how it works and all Mm. that kind of stuff. And it's the same thing, like when you're in those environments, you see how people at that level perform. You'll see Mm -hmm. the slight movements that they make, the things that they do, and that's the exposure that you need to be able to Mm. say, oh, I like that. I'm going to take that. Because actually that's what they say with basketball players, like the ones that are really, really good are the ones who watch old basketball games. Mm. and they consume tape they watch tape all the time and they're assimilating stuff into their minds yeah. and that's what they go out and do and it's like being yeah. exposed in those environments you are picking up those things from other people and if you're yeah. in the right environment you have to level up because you can't yeah, be in that yeah. environment unless you level up yeah for sure and <clears throat> the thing about that type of exposure is it also it 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 destroys some of the limiting beliefs that we may have. And mm. I'll tell you why I say that, because when I was thinking about my example, the first one that came to mind for me, I remember when I, after I dropped out, tried to become a millionaire, didn't work out, went back to uni my final year. Mm. Um, there was a guy that I met in the church I was a part of. Mm. And he, 
he was black he worked in financial services and I remember somehow we started talking about like careers work pay and stuff like that as well Mm. and I remember I may have said this on the podcast before but I remember he said to me every single year I walk into my boss's office and I say to him look this company over here this is what they're willing to pay me Mm. so like what are you saying because (laughs) this is what the marketplace is saying to me right now yeah um and year on year his money went up and i know even when i met like at that time he was he must have been in his 30s i think that was yeah probably about 10 years ago so he was probably mid 30s and i know he was on money like you know like and not even like i have to sweat like a donkey for this money like he was on that i'm on money and mm-hmm. I live good. Like, <laughs> I ain't having to sweat tough. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he delivered that kind of value. And and that always stayed with me because before I had that conversation with him, mm. there were certain, like, assumptions that I think I had about what the working world looked like, especially for me as a black man. Mm. Like, and so having that conversation with him, mm. like, for me, it was like, but bro, I know where you work. He works. He's in yeah. Canary Wharf. I know where he works. I see this guy week in, week out. I know the car he drives. I know the life that I've seen how his family looks. Mm. And and like he's like me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so in the conversation, I was a very small fish because I was far from even my first salary at that time. Mm. Mm. But like being exposed to mm. someone that was so much further ahead than me, mm. but like just listening to his experience and it just it's just kind of almost like watching his world for me that shattered a whole of those limiting beliefs that i had and it fed into why i became the way that i became and you know you know the rest of the years so like <laughs> yeah. you know how the story goes so yeah. Yeah. um and that's the power of exposure that was one conversation one conversation that maybe cost him like what five minutes yeah. and i don't even know if he would remember that conversation till now hmm. Although I do plan to have a conversation with him at some point soon to remind him of it. I haven't spoken to him mm. for years. But it just took that one conversation mm. and to shift the whole the, perspective. The fruit and the shift in perspective that mm. came from that one conversation in less than mm. five minutes of exposure, mm. where I was the big, really, really small fish, talking to a much bigger fish. Mm. Like, yeah, man, led to countless fruit, which I still benefit from to this day. And I think being in that environment, for me personally, I feel like it makes it in a weird way so much easier to learn. Yeah. Because the pride barrier is broken, firstly. Oh, yeah. And like, <laughs> there's, there's no pride There ain't there. no chest to beat. <laughs> no, like, because there is no way I am competing with these people. No, right? they're gone. I think, it was, I think it was on the Secret to Success podcast where he was talking about like certain rooms where they've been in, where mm. they are like, the brokest people in the rooms. Yeah. So you can't go there and say, yeah, 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 I'm, you know, I'm getting paid this, I'm doing that. Yeah. Because that's what those people like spend on breakfast or on something. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. And it puts you in a position where it's like, there's no competition, there's no pride. I can just learn. I can just listen, take it on board and go do it. I don't have to fight anything. I think if you let it, it will teach you so much. So much. And I think 
even when I think about some of the some of my objectives mm. like we're obviously getting towards the end of the year and stuff like that mm. but I think that's one of the big things that I'm really trying to be a lot more intentional about now mm. I want to be in those rooms where I'm a small mm. fish 100% like more of them and it's mm. funny because a lot of the conversations and things that I've been listening to over like the last week or so couple of weeks have been very intentionally like that where I mm. know I'm not just listening to conversations with people that are maybe side by side or mm. maybe a couple steps I'm like I'm they are there <laughs> like Far. I yeah. can just about see them in the distance kind yeah. of thing mm. um and just in that like you can just see how much how much it just reshapes your thinking man because when you're yeah go ahead you go i was gonna say because when you're in when you're in the level below Mm. and maybe you're maxing out at at that level Mm. it's like anything beyond there can just be like theory Mm. right Mm. like until you're actually exposed until you've actually seen or you've actually had some sort of like direct input on what actually exists beyond your cap Mm. It's just theory. It's just we're all hypothesizing about, okay, this is what happens up there. This is how it goes up there. But it's like when you actually get there or when you're, and not even getting there because you're now on that same level, but when you're in that room or in that environment and you're seeing it, you're experiencing it or hearing. And this is the thing, like I, for me, one of the things that's helped me a lot over the years has been not just like, because they speak about how, yeah, you need to be, you're the sum total of the five people that you spend the most time speaking mm. to and all of that kind of stuff. Like, mm. I get it. I think there's a lot of truth to that principle. Mm. But I think an extended version that I've tried to live by is that you may not always have in your immediate influence five people that are operating at like 10 levels above you. Mm. Right? But we have the internet. 100%. And there's a whole lot of stuff you can fish through not everything Mm. is true and all of that kind of stuff but Mm. if you have a good process Mm. you can expose yourself to people at all sorts of different levels Mm. just by looking for it like and that's why Mm. i spend a lot of time listening to things like podcasts and all of that kind of stuff and stuff that i know Mm. is coming from inputs that are way beyond where i am Mm. and like those two things aren't actually really different things because especially in this age that we live in now, right? When they talk mm. about get yourself good mentors, like you can be mentored mm. by Eric Thomas and never have met him. 100%. Right? And you have been. So it's like when you're listening to content, because that is you spending time with those people. Yeah. Right? Because I'm either spending time with, with that or with Netflix or with people in real life. Oh my goodness. But yeah. All yeah. of those things input yeah. into my life, like I spent time with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think about it that way, think how much time you spend listening to content. That's probably way more than you spend with mm. anybody other than maybe your wife and your child. Mm. Mm. You know. So that is who you are spending the most time with. Mm. You know. And sometimes we put, we don't put enough emphasis on our entertainment. Mm. Right. Mm. Because my brain is being entertained whether I'm watching Netflix or whether I'm listening to a podcast that actually helps me because it still stimulates my brain to imagine or to think or to it's exposing me to things you know so it's so important like what am i actually exposing myself to who am i spending time with 
mm. because yeah i want to be like bro so social proof shout out to social proof i'm unplugged it this this week and i mm. might maybe last week i don't remember but i've been listening to a lot of social proof and it, just listening to what some of these guys are doing has really been inspiring and challenging for me in terms of bro i really need to step it up in terms of <laughs> what i'm doing yeah how i'm doing it yeah 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 man nah exposure like if 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 i was to ever if i was ever asked what's your secret weapon and what has been your secret weapon over the years it would be exposure exposure and at the top of that exposure is exposure to the kingdom (laughs) first and foremost because that was obviously what shaped the perspective for everything else and then the Mm. exposure through everything thereafter as well Mm. And I think which has helped to shift towards more of the kingdom perspective. Because all of the things that make people successful in that sense, they're yeah. really kingdom principles. The people that are like 100%. successful, it's because they follow kingdom principles that work. Whether they you know, realize it or not. Whether they believe it or not. Whether they yeah, yeah whether they know this is biblical or not. Mm. They are doing biblical principles. I agree. So, so yeah. I agree, that, man. That, that kingdom exposure gives it the foundation which gives it meaning because without it it's meaningless and i think that's where we have the advantage as people of the kingdom Mm. when we connect the two because Mm. when we see it as okay this is my christian thing over there Mm. and this is my principles and how to get rich over here Mm. hypothetically speaking it's like it just it misses the big picture whereas when we look at the whole of life through the lens of the kingdom and you look at things like wealth creation okay yes. what do the scriptures say about wealth creation oh it's him that gives us power to get wealth yeah well, that's a good starting point mm. like mm. and then you start to unpack the different things that are taught as principles sowing and reaping all these other mm. things seed time and harvest like all mm. these things that feed into how how wealth money prosperity as much of a dirty word as it is for some, <laughs> how those things work. It's his yeah. word, it's, it's his principle. But um, it comes from joining the two and not yeah. seeing them as like as opposed separate. things. Yeah. They're not separate. Like mm. there's nothing separate from a kingdom mm. perspective. It's just, it's understanding life through the designer's intent. You guys need to check out after the auto call, by the way. I'm going to be talking a lot about that soon. <laughs> okay design his intent man Mm. like he built this world to work a certain way he built and designed us to operate a certain way Mm. the same way anything created has a way that it's supposed to work Mm. and that spills over into money relationships marriage Mm. property business speak about it speak about it everything man everything everything so yeah man exposure it's so important it is so so important I'm so grateful for it as well like when I look back because mm. it was a really good question actually that you asked and just thinking about like the different exposures that I've had Mm. and how that's really shaped me and even how that's even going on now even like mm. in the new role I'm in and the exposure that I'm getting like I'm mm. so grateful for it because mm. it really changes your perspective because um, sometimes I talk to people from from like other teams that I've been on and stuff 
and just having all those different experiences, it really makes you see things so differently. Mm. You know, and I'm I'm telling them some of the things I'm being exposed to, and they're like, "Oh my god, what? Like, what do you mean?" And yeah, it, it's a great conversation, and it's just yeah, it's really important to go out there and get exposure, but it, it involves leaving home, like <laughs> come in on, so oh many senses. Don't wait like, for exposure to come find you. Go it, find it's it. It's not going to come find you. You have to go and find <laughs> exposure. You have to go and explore the world and go and yeah. meet different people and have different conversations and just be open yeah, to it. Humble such thyself, big difference. bro. Like, because because it, it really does. You, you you're forced to humble yourself. The fact that one is even going out to search for exposure Things to you don't beyond know. where they yeah. are and what they know, like it starts with humility. Mm. Like mm. I might be good, but I'm not the greatest. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and, it, and it, like and I think just recognizing that alone. Mm. It's a huge start. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hit us up at info at reasontobehold.com and we will catch you on the next episode. But in the meantime, go and get yourself some mm. exposure. Go get yourself Come some on. exposure. Right. Peace. Peace.